Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Sports Department Podcast Wrestling Recap version, where myself, Stephen Clark, Justin Valentovic, and Jesse Norman are all here to break down everything from this week in wrestling. Kind of a busy week this week, um, a lot of WrestleMania news, but before we get into all that stuff, fellas, uh, how you doing today? I'm good, you know, getting getting through the MC. I was waiting to see if you would go first. I, I gave Jesse a little bit of a window, all three seconds of it. Um, didn't, didn't take <laughs> advantage of it, so that's on him. Uh, again, through the MCU, just finished Infinity War and game up next. And then I got to find somewhere to watch uh, home, uh, far from home because it's not on any place to rent. Stupid so, Sony. So, yeah, that's cool. Nice. But I'm chilling. It's raining. Don't have to, didn't have to do anything today. Nice. Happy nice easy Sunday. Sunday. Right? Nice yeah. Sunday. Yeah. Jesse, how you doing? I'm doing pretty good. Can't yeah, I bet, I bet you are. Yeah. I, 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 I bet you oh, are. God. Some it Nets news. in the villain. Got some Lamarcus Aldridge. Honestly, man, the way it transfers. The Nets are just literally Thanos with the Infinity Stones now. They literally have six of them. The the, the way that the the teams that like – I used to hate the Warriors, of course. I'm a Heat fan, first of all. Everyone hated the Heat back in the early 2010s and all that stuff. I get that they had the power team at the time. Then I feel like the power kind of switched to the Warriors, and everyone's kind of like stopped hating the Heat once LeBron left and all the Heat switched to the Warriors. And now – all this hate is going towards the Nets now. And I feel like no one really cares about the Warriors anymore. Like, all right, that hate's done with time to hate the team up there in Brooklyn now. Yeah. Well, and the funny thing is, though, when people hated the Heat and the Warriors, like – Only like three or four. If you go on top Twitter, people, people still are like, well, the ne- they hate on the Nets and then are like, but they're not even going to make the finals. And I'm like, which is it? Did we break, did so we break the league or – or can we not defend and we're and we're a terrible team? Like which is it? Because it's everybody's like everybody's like oh well the Nets have, the Nets have already won the championship. Just give them the ring, and then there then there's people that are like well no they're not even making the finals. So it's like wait are, are we are we really good or are we really bad? I can't. No, uh, no you're really good. Tell. You're really good. You have a bunch of the top so. players in the league, bunch of all stars. You guys are good. You guys are most likely winning the title this year but this isn't a basketball podcast this is a wrestling podcast and like we do on every wrestling recap um we start outside the ring so a couple of hall of fame announcements got revealed this week first and most most important i would say out of the two on the bump um undertaker told kane that he's going to the hall of fame which is probably finally hopefully a, a retiring the big man um but this is great i think this is a great addition to this already stacked class as it is um, I don't know if you guys want to touch on this at all. Any favorite memories of Kane uh, or anything? Kane deserves it. You know, his height height was obviously like early in the Attitude Era. He was just an yeah. absolute monster. Yeah. And then we got the original Unmasked Kane back to, you know, Team Hell No Kane. You know, it's kind of underrated that he adapted his character, you know, so a few much. different times. And like people like talk about how The Undertaker you know, had longevity, adapted and went with it. Kane subtly did it also and always seemed to just stay relevant when he was around, you know, obviously he went into politics and a mayor and, you know, obviously retired basically out of that, but he would come back here and there. Sometimes I wish he didn't come back, <laughs> you know, brothers of destruction versus DX should not have happened, but you know, when he came back, it was always good. It was always something good. And he wasn't like Goldberg or like, he didn't, he didn't have like clunkers other than the, the Arabia match, but he deserves it a long yeah. time coming and it should have happened. And it's good. Don't forget corporate Kane too. What an error. What an error that was. Um, no, um, I agree with you. Jesse, what do you, what do you feel about this? If you've seen, if you've seen the video uh, where Undertaker tells him, they're like both so emotional. 
yeah. and like not even like saying anything because they're both almost crying. Yeah. Um, so, so if I'm counting right, right, Kane could be a four-time Hall of Famer because, right, he goes in as Kane. Okay. He goes in with the Brothers of Destruction. Okay. He was in DX for about a week. Okay. And then he can go in as Dr. Isaac Yankum. He could. Dr. Well, what, Isaac well, Yankum. What, and what they put in the authority. So. Authority. Team Hell No. Oh, we can get a six-time Hall of Famer. Six-time Hall of Famer. Wow, we can get a six-time Hall of Famer. Kane and Big Show as a tag team. Maybe? Can we put Mayor Kane in too? Maybe. Why as not? A political. Uh, I don't as see a political, why not. You know why not? A, a former president's in it. I want I don't Kane see why inducted not. every year. Justin. I want, I want Kane inducted every year. Bro, being there for that induction of former the former president, president was <laughs> hilarious. The booze just rained throughout the garden. It was so funny. Um, oh, that was before he was president. That was before he was president. Yeah. Too. It was uh, was not too popular back. No, then. he was not. But that was funny. He just booed the whole time. Was popular in 2016. Uh, we know that. Electorally, um, he was though. <laughs> Allegedly, this isn't a podcast about why we should <laughs> banish the electoral college. But I can do that later. If we you can guys. do that another time. Uh, anyway, congrats to Kane. That was revealed on the bump, so that's great. Like Jesse said with Undertaker, that was fantastic. Um, on to another one. Um. A little more controversial. A little stupid. Uh, but also, they throw anybody. Like I said. It's who they want. Donald Trump is in the Hall of Fame. Like, anyone could be in the Coco Hall of Fame. Coco Beware is in the Hall of Fame. Exactly. So, you got the great Kylie, which was announced on the WWE India Instagram or something. WWE Now India something. Um, if you look back at his career, the great Kylie, he was just brought in for his height, obviously. No wrestling skill whatsoever. He was supposed, no to, be our, to, him. He was supposed to be our generation's Andre, almost. For the most part for the most part, but he was involved with a good storyline with Taker. He did take the World Heavyweight Championship at one point. Um, you know, he had his other runs and stuff, got eliminated by Beth Phoenix in the Royal Rumble, an iconic moment for Beth Phoenix. Um, and just, he'd just been around and he was just a solid big guy to always have around to squash somebody or to put someone over or something. And, you know, congrats to him. When he was going through his like world title picture, just literally squashing people's heads, that was kind of cool. But also, you know, he gave us the Punjabi prison match, basically. So, which, which a good old Jindy brought back, too. Yeah. I think it helps that when he was, you know, running through the title scene, we were younger. We were very young. Yeah. So we didn't realize, like, how bad this guy actually was. Um, John Cena gave him his best match by far. Oh, far yeah, away. for sure. Um, and that's, that's honestly when he peaked. And then ever since then, oh, the, do you guys remember the Punjabi Playboy gimmick? Oh, yes. oh, baby, handsome, yeah. handsome fella right there. Uh, that was yeah. uh, that was interesting. Yeah, no, that that was. Um, it was well, it was bound to happen though, honestly, because we can kind of look through like people from like when we've been watching wrestling, and like there yeah. there are people who just fit the WWE Hall of Fame mold. Like Miz is going to go in, Ziggler's going to go in. You know, Kali, okay. Well, I think those guys deserve it they, a lot more. They've than earned. Kali. Well, no, I agree, but it's just like. Everyone's eventually going to get in at this rate. Well, is Kali also an ambassador to yeah, them? He still for India. He was, he was big for the Indian market, so that's also. Yeah. It's kind of like how Yao got in because he was big for like the Chinese market for basketball. Um, well, Yao was also good. Yeah. Yeah, but anyways, he won the title like um, in 2007, which one. I was basically just becoming a fan in 2007. Like, so I kind of just missed like the Kali train with like the world title and all that. But like we said, um, I guess he did. He did in SmackDown it, versus Raw 2007, they gave Kali his own weight class. 
ultra heavyweight. Ultra. Yeah. Super. No, super. Super was like Big Show, Mark Henry, and those guys could lift up Kali. But yeah. regular heavyweights couldn't lift up. It was so Kali. funny. It was so funny. Like in those games, if you try to like lift Kali with like Mysterio, they'd like hold like their back as if they like pulled something. Yeah. Yeah. And then, like, yeah. There was bit. a challenge. There was a challenge too in 2007 where you had to beat Kali as like as one of the divas, <laughs> and it was ridiculously hard. I had to like go. I remember I went in like changed her move set, everything. <laughs> it took so many tries. Uh, but Kali, it's it's a nice addition. Yeah, um, two, two, uh, one or two last little things with him. I just remember how crappy the Mania 23 match was at Kane, but that's funny because it was two about hey, going to the Hall of Fame. Two Hall of Famers. Uh, yeah, two Hall of Famers is right. And um, uh, and then I just remember the, the midget Royal Rumble or the midget Battle Royal or whatever where he just came in <laughs> after that and just destroyed everybody after that um, or destroyed Hornswoggle or whatever that was. But um, anyways, Congrats to both of them, Hall of Famers. So that's exciting. I'm very I'm looking forward so much to his speech. I'm I really want to know what he has to say about this induction. But um, on the topic of Hall of Fames, um, Batista put out a tweet or an Instagram post saying he had prior obligations and will not be allowed to attend or not be able to attend the Hall of Fame, which kind of stinks in a way. Um, I guess he just can't take one day out of his busy schedule or a couple hours. But he's he's a movie star. He's Drax. He's Drax the Destroyer. He's doing other stuff. Um. It sucks. That sucks. That's one of like the childhood guys for us. That's one of the top guys in the mid two thousands to late to early twenty tens that was on top of the company and not being there for your own Hall of Fame induction. I get it's gonna be different with COVID and all that stuff, but it still kind of sucks that he's yeah. They'll do it next year probably. So yeah, he said he he said he wanted to do it in a in a future year. He he still wanted to come back and everything. Yeah, it'll happen for that it'll happen. So that's that's all. Yeah, yeah. What, what are you gonna did you guys now? did you guys see on uh, Paul Heyman's Twitter where he's like, not saying who this is, but I just recorded the Hall of Fame video and he was doing the Rob Van Dam thumbs. So, so expect that this week. Um, yeah, potentially Van Dam's going in. That that's deserving. Yeah, I'm a pretty lot, sure. A I'm lot, pretty sure it's me. A lot more ECW guys need to get in. A lot of those ECW original Dreamer needs to go in. Yeah. Well, once Dreamer's done with Impact, he'll probably go in. Yeah, but I can't say, believe he's still going. I know, I know. Dreamer, Rhino, I think the Dudleys are in. Um, yeah, they went in. Taz isn't going to be in for a while. That's no, uh, Taz is yeah. never going to go in. I don't think. Um, Lance Storm should go in a hundred percent. That's Sandman one that should. should go in. Sandman's yeah, Sandman. Dreamer, Dreamer's only fifty. Oh, he looks like he's like he walks like he's had 80. four knee replacements. <laughs> Lance Storm, someone who's underrated, should hundred percent. Storm go works in. for the company. Yeah, and he done so. He he's so underrated. Storm. I, love I think if they him. ever if they were ever going to put in Storm, they should have done it when they didn't have fans, so that nobody could yell "boring." <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, um, all right. Let's continue with the news. Um, NXT possibly moving to Tuesday nights after WrestleMania. Uh, Bleacher Report got sent out about that. Don't know if it's one hundred percent true yet. Nothing's confirmed by WWE or any of their media sites right now, but. This is a smart move. If you're asking me, this is a very, very smart move. Uh, you get more eyes on the product because a lot of people have to make a choice. They want to watch NXT or AEW or record one or watch one later on the network and then people forget and all that stuff. So moving it to another night, I don't think there's, they're losing the battle from but that's what a lot of people are saying. I don't think that's true. A tactical just, retreat. Like the tactical. Well, ratings-wise, they have been. 100%. Yes. They, they haven't they won have, like they a They haven't beat AEW in like a, 
like a year yeah no well, ratings wise of course but, but they're not it's not like they're blowing them out of the water it's exactly. usually still kind of a couple hundred yeah, like a hundred thousand they always lose by yeah, yeah. so but, but um, and they're kind of doing it naturally with um stand and deliver being two nights one on tuesday one on wednesday so they can just go. announce they're like hey we're staying on tuesday night on usa yeah you know? no so i wouldn't be surprised. i think i wouldn't if, be surprised if impact is on Thursday. Yeah, they, they just moved. They're going Thursday back. They're going back to too. Thursdays. So you got yeah, wrestling so every night be, of the week. If you yep, really want to, pretty that's, much. That's insane. Every day of the of the middle of the week. And we know wrong. Justin is watching every single hour of every single wrestling show. Oh yeah. The week. Yeah. Justin, when's two oh five coming back? I I thought it was still on. It is. It's it still on. Oh. It's, it's on Fridays. They, they record it. The only episode of two oh five live I ever watched was the first one first ever, and then never again. Yeah, they recorded, I think, Wednesdays uh, after or before um, NXT, and then they air it right after SmackDown on the network or Peacock, whatever. So like that. Um, yeah. Let's move on. Uh, Jesse brought this one to my attention. I saw it today on Twitter from WrestleTalk, saying there's a rumor going around, not 100% this is true or not, that the higher-ups in the company don't like the way Edge is looking lately. Uh, they're saying he's looking a old. A little scruffy. A little scruffy. That's my dog's name, Scruffle. Um, is it really? Yeah, Scruffle. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, Shout out to Scruffle for barking and coughing all the time. Um, anyways, um, Edge looking old. I don't see this as a problem. Do you guys see this as a problem? No, he looks better, honestly. It's cool to see him old. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I agree. I I, I think it's, it's just WWE, WWE being actually mad, like upset about that. Like, so I don't get it. I don't it's know if that... it's true or not yet. Like, I don't. Well, we'll see if he comes out for WrestleMania shaven. Honestly, We'll get we'll get to the whole WrestleMania thing with Edge, but that'd be cool if he's shaving. I, I think he I don't know, he looks cool either way though. Cause it makes him look more desperate. More of his last run, the yeah. beard reminds me of. And then the shaven phase is actually what we've known for like majority of his career, I would say. Basically all of his career. But whatever. We'll dive into that if it becomes more official and more rumors come out. But anyways, we're going to Peacock, and they have been editing the content and getting rid of all like the controversial and TV fourteen stuff. So a lot of the ECW one night stand stuff, I don't think is on there right now. A lot of the attitude errors. See, stuff. I thought it was just like the borderline racially and like homophobic, too, insensitive stuff. Like they they took out like Piper doing blackface, which you know should should be, should be gone. Yeah, yeah. Um. But like. Like the rest, like blood stuff. Like if it's like blood ECW, like then why acquire well, the whole a lot of library? The, like, the sexual stuff too. Well, then yeah, that makes sense to scrub that. But it's just. But if it doesn't affect anybody, just, just put a disclaimer. Put exact. Beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. Like, put like just put just put it in its own section of like Peacock. Like hey, you know. Be aware of what you're watching. Eighteen plus. Yeah. Yeah. Or, you know, TV fourteen. That 14. too. Um. People are just desensitized at this point, so it doesn't matter. I know. People are too sensitive. It's just but, corporates being corporate. Yeah, but I don't even know what's on Peacock. Like, they have any other stuff. I haven't. I, I just booted up Peacock just to see if I was signed in through Comcast. I was, and I haven't touched it, so yeah. doesn't matter. Yeah, but whatever. Just, 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 yeah, like, like Justin said it best, honestly. Just put a disclaimer. That's does it for me, too. Um, moving on, last little bit tidbit of news is that the Thunderdome's moving to the Yingling Center. Um, it's staying down in Tampa. Who even and- plays there? What, like, uh, University of Southern Florida, I think. You, uh, oh my God! Because yeah, Tampa baseball starting this week, so they got to get the hell out of there. Get out of there! But it looks like they don't want to tour yet. That's the bigger, bigger news than them moving. Surprised by that? No, because there's not enough arenas that that would that are allowing enough people. Yeah, and, yeah. 
So I would say maybe by if we're lucky by SummerSlam that we start touring again. I but would on say. The City Boardwalk. I think I think so. I think by June. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, that'd be nice if they have it on the boardwalk this year. That's awesome. If we're all vaccinated, which where is SummerSlam 2021 supposed to be? You can keep talking. I'm just gonna look. The, it, it's in Orlando. It's at the Amway Center. So oh, not, is it really? Yeah, it's at the Amway Center. I don't think they're. That's what it's scheduled uh, for. That's so that's so funny. What in Disney World? Literally, it'd be a Mickey Mouse SummerSlam. That would be a Mickey Mouse SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, that's it for the news. A lot of news this week, mostly positive news for the most part, so that's good. But also, you know, some other crap. But let's get into Raw. <laughs> um, but it, it, it's crazy. Speaking of other crap. <laughs> Speaking of other crap, yeah. Um, a lot of the wrestling recap this episode is just going to be, I guess, our thoughts and opinions on Mania matches made because they're just doing a slow build to Mania. A lot of matches just got basically official this week. And just basically giving our opinions on that because they're not really starting new feuds, obviously, and doing that with two weeks until WrestleMania. It's a setup for the go home show, basically. Pretty much. And this is our go home show for TakeOver and WrestleMania because we're not going to do another one until then. But let's get into Raw. And the rumored match originally was supposed to be Bad Bunny and Priest versus Miz and Morrison, but it looks like they're just running with Miz and Bad Bunny in a singles match. That means I'm they, shocked. That means they think Bad Bunny is capable of carrying himself. That means he cares and he trained because he doesn't need Priest to carry him to do a few high spits and get the pin. So, cool. Yeah, you're right. They trust him. That's, That's the, the thing. thing. Because the last like celebrity I can think of that had a singles match was Stephen Amell way oh, back I, when. I was thinking even further back. Yeah, no, you're right. Stephen Amell. Probably the last year one. Was it was SummerSlam like 2016, I, I want to say. Was that 15? also versus the Miz uh, or was it Ziggler? I thought we were no, talking about Mania. And I was like, oh, no, that was a tag match. Um, that oh, was, was a tag match. Yeah, it was. He teamed with, Neville. He teamed with Neville against Cody, uh, against Stardust and someone. I don't remember. You're right. It was Stardust uh, and King Barrett. Barrett. There you what go. The, f- <laughs> I, I, the one I remember the most. The singles match is Floyd. That's the one I was going to say, Floyd. Yeah, and uh, he's an I, actual I boxer. Floyd. Yeah. So he could go in. Yeah. We know he can go in the ring. But. Okay. Bad, 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 Floyd's going to win. So it doesn't matter. Hey, you got to say that for the prediction show. Yeah. Is it for. Does he still have the 24 hour belt? He does, right? No, no he gave it no. up. He gave That's it up. That's right. He said, I don't want this anymore. <laughs> he said, oh, yeah. truth. Take old, old Spice Man had it for a little bit. <laughs> old Spice Man. That's right. Um, But. Hey, cool. Bad Bunny bringing the attention to the company. That's all you want. And there's another celebrity we'll talk about a little bit later. I don't think I put it on the rundown, but I will talk about it. That's going to be bringing more eyes to the company. Oh, we're talking about Snooki? I wish it was Snooki compared to who's coming to SmackDown. Um, But anyways. Oh, God, that's right. I've seen that. Yeah. um, Anyways, cool. Ms. Bad Bunny can't complain. That's great. Um, Even better now. We have finally, it looks like we got a Raw Women's title match and the rumors with Charlotte not being on WrestleMania as of now, as of right now, could always change. It changed from Mania 35 when she just got put in the triple threat match. But as of right now, Rhea Ripley made her debut on Monday Night Raw and was actually acting as a heel, which is a little shocking to me because she hasn't been a heel basically since her days in the UK. So that was a little shocking to me, but she basically challenged Asuka to a match at WrestleMania, which is kind of what we've been saying for a couple of weeks now, ever since the 
vignettes started coming on Raw that she was getting called up that they have to do something with her for WrestleMania if they're calling her up at this point. So how are we feeling getting her first main roster match at a WrestleMania for the biggest title in all the women? I think real weird that she's heel. Right? I think that the way they had it just, set up. I, I don't know. Like that just doesn't. Uh, I feel like when Rhea got, when Rhea got called up, like we all kind of wanted that. Like we all needed that because the, the division was so barren. Yeah. But so, I mean, for her to come up and know, just challenge just for a belt, you kind of have to make her a little bit of a heel, sort of. Sort of, I guess. Just kind of make it work naturally. The only way they could have double flipped it, I guess, was like if Asuka said no, and then she had to go earn her way, and then she earns it this week, and then she's still in the match anyway. I guess that would have been the only natural to kind of make Asuka the heel in this scenario. So it was just the easier way to just have Ripley come out the way she did. Yeah, and this also tells me that they're probably going to keep Charlotte as a face for now, too, when she comes back. Because two oh. top heels, I know I don't like that either. I like Charlotte as a heel because two... Charlotte's not good, it's not. No, no, and it's then Becky lying. eventually will come back, and that's another story. But Rhea is heel, and that's weird. Well, this, this also, it kind of feels like I don't know. And plans definitely could have changed with Charlotte getting COVID and everything, but yeah, yeah. you know, even, even look back at this, uh, compared to last year when you have Shayna coming in um, yeah. and Shayna is going to be the big competitor and everything. She doesn't come in three weeks before mania and just say, Hey, I want to match. Yeah. She goes through rumble should have won rumble. Um, then runs through the entire elimination chamber and destroys everybody. Yeah. I, I just, you you waited three weeks until Mania was about to be here. You debut Ripley, and she just is like, I want to match. See, I just it, it just feels like very thrown together. I think you're right. It is just thrown together because I think Asuka and Charlotte was the original plan. And once the whole Andre yep. th- uh, Andre Andrade thing happened, and then she got friend. COVID, it just kept roll spiraling out of control. Yeah, it's every year you need at least one match that's ha- half-assed thrown together, and just happens. This is the one. I mean, it's gonna be a great match. Phenomenal. Oh no, it, it'll work out. But it's just yes. the, mm-hmm. it, this is the one that was haphazardly thrown together. Yes, and like I said, I think it just it was a, just a spiral effect. It was just the Andrade thing happened, and I think that was true that Charlotte would threaten to not be on WrestleMania and potentially leave the company if they didn't grant him his release. They finally granted him his release, and then she gets COVID, unfortunately. Uh, they just, like, they don't know if she's going to be ready. There's not going to be enough time to build the match, so I think Rhea was originally supposed to be on the Mania after, I mean, the Raw after Mania, but you got to do what you got to do. Now Charlotte will be on either the Raw after Mania or just attack the winner. Exactly. Show must go on. Um, let's get into the main event of Raw, which was um, not main event, but you know the, the main, ending, the main segment, for the most part. Uh, Orin Bliss. Orin's calling out Fiend. Um, Bliss comes out. You know, same old stuff. Uh, Fiend comes out again, and Orton tries to set him on fire again. Fiend didn't move. Fiend just basically attacks him, showing that uh, I'm the guy. And uh, that match is official for Mania too now. So that, that's also a night that's, two match. That's going to have a stipulation, you think, right? A lot of these matches need stipulation. There's too many one-on-one singles matches for WrestleMania that it would ju- don't it have would, stipulations. Especially with it being a two-night thing, it could really lose interest. Like That's why kind of like WrestleMania last year worked to an extent because 
almost everything was a stipulation match. So, something. you know, the ADD and everyone. Or was cinematic least, or something. Yeah. yeah. So at least the minimal, like, attention span for people was constantly being rebooted. So that's kind of what they need for this one, especially since it'll be in front of people. So they'll yeah. really need some pacing in just high, high spots to get things going. Yeah. Um, no, I, I agree. There's just too many singles matches so far. I mean, we're still two weeks out, so they can they have a couple of shows to add stips and all that stuff. But as of now, there's a lot of one-on-one matches, which does get boring, like you said. But um, Fiend and Orton's official, and we have to talk about the ongoing rumor on the internet that I don't think is true, but I want to get your takes on it, that um, they noticed like the Fiend's arms kind of slimmed down a little bit. And it looked like he's wearing a little padding underneath, people are saying. And people are speculating that Bo Dallas is playing the part and there's going to be two Fiends or something going on in well, the future. I said on kind of like the last podcast where – you know, his hands looked like oven mitts, like rubber oven mitts. Yeah. And that could have just been like the prosthetics, you know, to make yeah. it look burnt. Yeah. Um, but I wouldn't be surprised if they did pull something where it's multiple fiends just to kind of take the psychological mind game up a notch. And I don't want them to continuously run with it, but, you know, a one-off in WrestleMania would be cool to see. Yeah, I think it'd be cool. Um, I don't think WWE would be – smart enough to have that original idea honestly <laughs> i think bray probably just slimmed down a little bit probably if, he was, yeah. if bray was off tv for three months he probably was just, just working, working out. out probably so he probably slimmed down a little bit more again because we've seen with bray where he comes back very slim and then when he starts doing the schedule and everything again he you know gets a little Close heavier yeah. because of the cut the constant, you know, being there. So I would, it wouldn't surprise me if he just, you know, went home for three months and just worked out most of the time. No, I, I 100% agree. I'm not, I'm not buying the, the rumor right now. Did the muscle man dance? Um, I'm not buying it right now. But if that does become a stable in the future with Bo, Bray, and Alexa, Jimmy, I'm all in for that. All in for that. Um, but. That does it. My only thing Monday that would be Raw. sad is they probably do another Braun thing. Oh god, oh, that that'll never do a Braun oh, thing. That'll never end. That's official too, but I didn't even put that on here. Braun and Shane's official. It's fine. Get them both out of the way. The way. Yeah. Um, that 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 would be cool with a stip. That one needs a stipulation. A little cult of fiend almost. Oh, it'll be it'll be. It'll be false count anywhere. Fine. Or something like that. That match wasn't bad at Mania. Miz Shane. and Shane. Well, that wasn't bad. False count anywhere. No, it was not bad. No, I bet. I bet Braun Shane will be kind of fun. Braun will probably fun. throw Shane off something. Oh, he better throw him off the boat. Shane's jumping off the boat. I don't want him to go through the boat. I want. I want. Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens still wants to jump off the boat, and he has we're, a match. We're getting we'll two boat. We're getting two boat spots. I'm with it. That's cool. All right. Yeah. NXT. A pirate ship match. A pirate ship match. Oh, we would only have 10 minutes left yeah. already? Yeah, a lot of yammering. Oh, man. Should, should, we, should we just cut this off really quickly and want to no. do that? No. Is NXT a lot? No. All right, let's uh, get through it. I think we can through, get through it. Go through NXT and then see All where right. we're at. Danny Burch is injured. That sucks. They didn't do much of the tag team titles. So what are you going to do? So they have to vacate the titles and announced for NXT TakeOver Stand and Deliver Night 1. It'll be for the vacant titles. MSK, Grizzled Young Vets, and Legato Del Fantasma. I'm excited for this. I'm very excited for this. Yeah, take over. Real... 
really cool. Really cool. Take takeovers looking really, really. And good. I think they, you put it as a tornado tag match, right? Um, no, Legato. I just read that as tornado dyslexia. Um, dyslexia. They're gonna do a lot of flying around both teams, so that's gonna be very cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm all I'm all in for it. I don't think there's much to discuss about that. Uh, and now we have to talk about what they're doing for the North American title because the road to that match against Johnny Gargano starts actually this Wednesday. And, and it's, a little, it's a little tricky. Um, first of all, they're having a battle royal. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, oh, 12 men in this battle royal. And the last remaining five or six of those men in that battle royal get to be in a gauntlet eliminator on night one of Stand and Deliver. The winner of that gauntlet match then goes to night two and faces Gargano one-on-one for the North American title. Um, uh, nice. A couple of the names are Loomis, Cameron Grimes, Roderick Strong, Pete Dunn, Swerve Scott, um, Atlas, Austin Theory, Bronson Reed, L.A. Knight. So a couple of names. This is their way of LA getting – L.A. Knight. L.A. Knight. What this is name. their way of getting everyone on the card as much as possible because they are not doing like an Andre the Giant Battle Royal um, type of thing for, you know, takeover. So at least that's good. But also NXT can pull those off because they have a lot better depth for yeah, multi-man matches. So their mid-card's very, very well put together. Um, personally – I like to see Pete Dunn. Pete Dunn would be great. Um, Austin Theory would be funny mm. because that's the way going at each other. But it's probably going to wind up being Dexter Loomis or something, right? At this Loomis, point. With, Loomis with a belt would yeah. be cool. It would be. Especially they could maybe they give him like a special. Belt. We've been saying about Loomis with the belt for a while now, like months, and he hasn't gotten it. Yeah, um, Bronson Reed yeah, possibility. I assume, I assume it's going to be done. I assume Don- it's going to be done just because he's going to need to be on the card. They're going to pull the old If they're doing two nights, he's got to be on the card somewhere. Yeah, because he's not going to the UK title picture because it got announced also that Walter and Champa are fighting over the UK title. Watch them have a British guy win the, the British guy win the North oh. American and then an American win the UK title. Yeah. Yeah. UK's <laughs> very own Tommaso Champa <laughs> by way of Chicago. Or wherever he's from. Is he really from Chicago? He's from, he's somewhere out there. I think Wisconsin, I want to say. Yeah, I think so. Somewhere in Wisconsin. Next. (laughs) Next. Boston, Um, Massachusetts. Really? Oh, oh, born in Massachusetts. Chicago of the Northeast. (laughs) He's born in Boston, but resides in Milwaukee. So I was right. Oh, okay. He's a cheesehead. Sure. He's, he, he's built, he's built from Wisconsin, so yeah. Yeah. Okay. Right. Let's continue. Um, Devlin and uh, Escobar. Devlin showed up from the UK the last week or so. He, he's a real the cruiserweight champion, but couldn't defend it because of the pandemic. Um, Escobar is also the cruiserweight champion. He's giving you a couple of WrestleMania buys between Sean and Razor right there. So who comes out? Sean. He just throws the ladder in the ring and leaves. So we're getting the ladder match at TakeOver. And this is going to be good. This is, is going to be very good. Um, I, I got nothing else to say on this. Yeah, no. Good. No, cool. Be good. Haven't done a two-belt thing in a while. That'd be cool. That'd be very cool. Last one was the Intercontinental. Was it? When was that? Sammy and... Uh, oh, you're right. AJ? Oh, yeah. That triple threat. I was, I was thinking Punk and Cena. Oh, wow. Yeah, a major yeah. belt. Yeah. 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 That's cool. All for yeah. it. Uh, Cohen O'Reilly, feud's starting to get a little spicy now. They had their contract signing. 
uh, just heated words. And I think this is an unsanctioned match for TakeOver 2. So this this is going to be possibly They'll match be of the whole week. Think so? Is what it means, because unsanctioned means no ring gear. Yeah, and O'Reilly's uh, been showing up in this like skater boy type outfit too. I've got money on this having the best video package. Oh, absolutely. The- yeah, this video package. If you ever remember, go back and watch the video package from TakeOver New Orleans between Gargano and Champa. One of the greatest video packages of all yeah. time. Insanely good. And I think this is probably going to end up being on that level. Out of probably going to be like three minutes. Out of the whole weekend, you think this is the best video package? I I think it low-key will be. I think they'll try to throw more um, like impressive things into the Edge, Roman, Brian one. I was going to say I that think, one. I think that one will be more like interesting and, you know, pulling on the heartstrings. But I think Cole and O'Reilly will probably have the overall best one. That's just going to be the most interesting. Yeah. No, that does it for NXT. Uh, Should we start start a new one? Yeah. yeah, Unless you want to go through real quick with four minutes, quick hits. Mm. Well, two minutes. Uh, Yeah, I could. Uh, Cruz and Biggie at Mania. We're getting a rematch there. Makes sense. Not much to talk about. Uh, That'd be great if Cruz wins that, but we're not here for predictions yet. Rollins and Cesaro. We saw this coming. I called it much to talk about here again another one not much to talk about a few that just brewed over the last couple of weeks but honestly very cool we're getting this match at wrestlemania if you ask me yeah it, it owens and zane are break glass if you need a good match and they need good matches for two nights wrestlemania so i'm all for it and he's jumping off the boat exactly just the story of these two like, they can always go back to it because it'll never be resolved yeah because like they came up together they were in ring of honor together nxt together got called up practically the same time it, they mirrored each other's careers, and it's cool to get a one-on-one match with no ladders. I mean, no other people in the match and all that. And this is the main thing on SmackDown. Brian wanted a universal title shot because he was technically screwed two times. One at the Elimination Chamber when uh, Roman decided to cash in his match right then, right there, after he won the Chamber. And two, after Roman tapped out at fast lane, and then Edge attacked him with the chair prop potentially costing him the match and all that stuff. So Pierce all night was making up his mind what to do to do two different universal title matches on each night to not even include Brian in one of them. And he came to the conclusion, which we, we predicted what was coming. I call it threat. and Jesse shot it down, but look who's right. Thank God. I literally said <laughs> I wanted it to happen. Yeah. I, I assume we all like this, but yes, I, a yeah. lot of hate on the internet. Now does, came out about this. Now does this main event night too? It has to, right? 100%, yeah. Yeah. I, I really hope so. I Again, I I worry that they're going to want a Raw main event and a SmackDown main event, when in reality, SmackDown should main event twice. Yes, and that'd be only if Sasha and Bianca get scrapped on night one, if that happens. But um, I hope not. I hope that's the main event on night one, Sasha and Bianca. I really do. But we don't know what the higher-ups are thinking right now. But anyways, um, I'm hyped for this match. I'm very, very hyped for this match. Yep. And Edge kind of turned heel during this little bit, too. Um, yeah, which is interesting because, like, if you're going in with Brian as the only face, I think I feel can... like Brian has the fault. Like, going in wise, leading up to this, you would definitely think Brian is number three. Like, yeah. Roman's dominated the whole division. Edge has come back and won the Rumble, and then like Brian just got thrown in. Yeah, and I think he right now Brian is the early favorite to win this match. I really do, especially if both of them are heel. Like they're kind of this ship has sailed on the Edge comeback tour. 
I feel like ever since he turned heel now, I think Brian is honestly the favorite to win, which is crazy to talk about because it's just inserted on Friday. But um, we're going to wrap it up right there. Thank you guys for listening to this episode of the Sports Department Podcast. We appreciate you guys listening. Steve and Joe, also who aren't here with us right now, appreciate you guys listening too. Make sure you guys follow our, our social medias on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Sports Depth Pod. That's Sports D-E-P-T Pod. Uh, make sure you guys subscribe on YouTube, Apple Podcast, and Spotify, wherever you're your podcast from. We're finishing up our baseball division this week. We have the AL East one coming out. The NL East one should have just went up. Uh, by the time this one goes up basically or the next day something like that um basketball hockey probably not hockey but basketball probably maybe soon um football in the very near future another mock mania yep yep so stay tuned to all that fun stuff and we'll see you in the next episode